X1039's What's New Now. Uh, I'm your ghost with the most, Crowley. Uh, and I have in here in with me, I'll let you introduce yourself. Well, hi, what's up? It's Carly Evans. Oh, hey, you're not hey. In a, you're not one of our bands that we play. You're just, but you are right? on the station. Yeah, you so. don't want to hear me sing or try to do music. Sing. That way, no. You, uh, you can listen to me play piano. Don't, yeah. Nobody wants to hear me sing either. I can feel that. So. Rock out some screechy, twinkle, twinkle little star on a mm. violin, and that's about it. Don't even tempt me to start talking about synthesizers here. But we're gonna leave <laughs> That's it gonna a, be a whole other podcast, right? I will. I will go on and on about sawtooth, saw teeth. Anyway, but we've got the business side of music to be talking about here. Yeah. So, uh, Carly, you've worked with us for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you were uh, actually with us all of us in, back in Kansas. Yeah, <laughs> I know you and Sean and and Kate back in the day. Too. No nepotism going on. <laughs> Nothing here no. at all. Um, <laughs> I like to think that we just had uh, a, a great pool of talent back in Kansas and just got really lucky with it. Yeah, and, and the good fact at that hiring. Like I ended up here for different reasons. Yeah, than, you like, were you, you were know. here doing a whole other things. Yeah. Um, before you even got started working here. So yeah, you're right yeah. here before I got here. Too. Yeah, absolutely. So it was just cool when, you know, like Sean was already here and then, then I moved out here for different things. And then, uh, then Kate came and then you came and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a damn pipeline, I-70 pipeline, man, or <laughs> highway 24 probably. Right. Um, that's too slow to take if you're actually driving it though. That True. said, so, um, you were doing some other things and we'll, we'll talk about that, mm-hmm. but you were, uh, like actually making your money elsewhere and just kind of helping us out. Yeah. Uh, what were you doing? Overnights and nights? Yeah, I was doing kind of switch back and forth depending on the need, uh, yeah. overnights and nights and, and yeah. And then, uh, I was also doing things on the side, like booking for mm-hmm. some independent artists. Uh, what else was I doing? Some remote voice tracking for stations, mm-hmm. um, in other parts of the country and, uh, podcast. I have a Troubadour, it's called the Troubadour podcast yeah. as well. So, and, uh, you also did some radio in this town. At a, we won't mention the station name or anything. <laughs> we only promote ourselves here. Yeah. So, but you you have been on the radio around. Here, oh so. yes, yes, I have. For gosh, like I guess it was a total like four and a half years Man. before coming here. Something Jeez. like that. I know. You've already. That time is already longer than I've been here. So, right? you've, man, you've really got a leg up on me. So that explains why uh, something wild you don't typically see a lot. Someone mm-hmm. who just does fill in. Yeah. Uh, is doing the midnight to six shift. Oh, hey, now you're the program director and boss of the station. Right? I wow, it's think- <laughs> the biggest jump as you could make there. <laughs> I know. Like in my whole career, I don't know if I've ever seen that a part timer going from that to uh, to running the whole thing. But yeah, but that here also, we are. You you have a crazy amount of experience. You I'd were like just, to think so. You were just like, hey, I'm just here to help out a little bit, and then suddenly there is a. Uh, an opportunity, a hold, yeah, yeah, to oh, fill exactly, and and it just got a, it worked, it worked out, thankfully. Yeah, so you are our new program director here at mm-hmm. one hundred three nine. So, uh, you know what, for the uh, for the non radio people, do you want to explain what a program director does? Basically, the everything that you hear on X one hundred three nine is my responsibility. Yeah, like it's everything all, that goes out over the air. Every time I say the f word, you get in trouble for it. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> I get a talking to to give you a talking to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but you also, you schedule the music. Mm-hmm. Um, with, we go through and, you know, look at the charts and pick the new music and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, you know, make sure it's in the right places throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what else? All the the imaging, which you do a lot of, yep. but you and know, imaging are the little pieces between yeah. songs that say the station name yeah. or promos or that sort of when thing. When you hear that so. voice that has no name, yep, talking about the station. <laughs> That's imaging. Uh, His name is Steven, by the way, in case anybody was curious. So he's a good dude. Yeah. He seems like it. I haven't gotten to talk to him yet, but uh, you got a lot. You got a yeah, lot to catch up on here. There's a lot going on, but yeah, and then you know, putting those in the right places, making sure everything's running smoothly, making sure you know times and all. That I could go down a whole there's rabbit a hole of programming. You've got, you've got to manage us cats. You've got to be a cat herder with <laughs> yep. all of us DJs that think we're so creative and and want to do our own thing and not listen to anybody else. So it's like, don't uh, change out the music. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what'd you say? I didn't understand. No, I, we won't get into that. That'll be just a, my brain. It just shut off. It didn't hear that at all. So. <laughs> I heard nothing. All right. So you're our new boss. So if, <laughs> if anybody doesn't like anything on the station, it's Carly's it's fault. My fault. <laughs> and then I will go place blame where it actually should go. No. Yeah. So get it's it. probably really my fault. Most of the, if <laughs> something offensive got said, <laughs> what, like it's going to be Aubrey? Come on. But man. yeah, never, <laughs> never going to be in trouble. Yeah. So, um, well, let's roll back a little bit mm-hmm. here. Do the old David Copperfield thing and everything. Cool. Tell me, me about your effect. life, man. Your life. Give me your bio. All right. Well, I was, you know, born in a Kansas wheat field. No, <laughs> uh, I was born in Hayes, Kansas. Uh, that's where I, you know, grew up, born and raised, went to college there at Fort Hayes State University. Uh, at Hayes High School, they had a TV program that I got heavily involved in my junior and senior year. TV. TV. Television. Man. And I always got yelled at because I didn't wear enough makeup to school or something <laughs> like that. It was it was great times. Radio. Radio, exactly. <laughs> which brings us to now. No. Uh, so I was planning on going to school for that. And right after high school graduation, I graduated when I was 17. I had a buddy who had been a senior when I was a freshman. So he was a few years ahead of me. Uh, he asked me one night, are you planning on, you know, sticking with it and, you know, broadcasting? And I was like, yeah, in some iteration, I I don't know exactly what yet. And he goes, well, why don't you just work at the radio stations here while you go to school? I'm like, oh, I thought you had to be 18. You do not have to be 18. I weirdly also knew that because some dumb kid at school that I was super envious of was doing nights on a local radio station. He was like, like 16. Yeah. And, like talking about ordering pizzas at midnight. And I was like, this jerk. This is, what is this life? BS. So yeah, he was like, I can't promise anything, but get me your stuff. And of course I had no stuff at that age. Yep. Uh, but he's like, you know, just give me your resume, which is like gadzooks, if that ages me at all. <laughs> Uh, Gadzooks and, and Golden Corral and like, uh, what was it? Did you get Quiznos too? I'm no, trying to think of what I else actually, is that's the one job I never, oh, okay. I, never I had ever interviewed. Service? That's the only time. No, no, I did. Uh, Golden Corral and KFC. Oh yeah, but Quiznos. I did KFC too. Did How about you? that? Quiznos is oh, the one so- job I interviewed for and I didn't get like in my entire life. No the one time I've interviewed for a job and, and didn't get it. Oh no, complete, there's two now. They completely disappeared. So we see who won. Exa- right. So. And I was like, that's like, that was the first time I hadn't gotten. I'm like, it's Quiznos. How did I not get this job? And I'm like, oh, cause I didn't really want it. Uh, <laughs> so it. that probably came through a little bit. And then the radio thing popped up mm-hmm. where. Uh, there has been another job since then that I did interview for and I didn't get, and, uh, but anyway, not to, not to be like all high and mighty about that (laughs) or anything. Um, but yeah, the, the buddy, basically he took my stuff to the right people and they called me in for an interview and they're like, cool, fill out an application. And I started as a part-time night and weekend board op. Man. 
Yeah. Which uh, board ops uh, don't do the talking. They operate mm-hmm. our mixing board. So yes. whenever you see video of radio and there's the little sliders mm-hmm. and the buttons, yeah, you're the one that turns up or down the music. I hit the buttons. It was actually running sporting events. So games for like the I, Royals, yep. uh, Chiefs, KU, stuff like That's that. That's how a lot of young radio people make yeah. their money. Local high school sports mm-hmm. and stuff too. You run football. You might have like a six to 10 hour day. Do mm-hmm. that on a Saturday or a Sunday. It's and like, money. hey, I got half my hours for the week right there. Exactly. I got them all. Just sit. And there's, if you're lucky, you're on the right kind of game where like you only have to work about once an hour. Yeah. Yeah. You just like NASCAR was the best. It was mm-hmm. just every five minutes you just hit a button. Yep. Yeah. And then and then another five minutes you hit another button. So I did a lot of K State football and Royals back in Kansas and yeah. oh boy. I <laughs> never thought I'd know about sports, but I learned so you much. You learned from there. so much. Yeah. So um so let's see. Uh Carly. Mm-hmm. The music you listen to <laughs> or that you have a history of. The, yeah. Uh, so the main music, my main music history, I will say, like, I'd like to think I'm pretty eclectic with what I listen to yeah. and what I like. I like like a little bit of almost everything. Sure. You know, uh, but my bread and butter for, for years, because it's been radio for what, to, uh, coming up on 21 years mm-hmm. now. Um, has been independent country, otherwise yep. known as Texas country and red dirt, but also some others from, um, you know, Idaho and Arkansas and things like that. So, which kind of butts up against alt country a little bit, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Because we we're seeing a lot of crossover now. Like you have Cole Wetzel and Giovanni mm-hmm. and the Hired Guns and all that stuff. You know, that's that's crossing over. We were seeing that on rock stations a few years mm-hmm. ago too. We're starting to see both country bands showing up with rock songs, but also weirdly a lot of country artists suddenly ditching the Merle Haggard and the Johnny Cash is their influence and all talking about how they like ACDC and Guns N' Roses, which I thought was interesting. It's like you see Whiskey Myers, Mm -hmm. uh, who is absolutely Texas country, but then they had a song getting played on Kilo, you know, a couple years ago. So. Well, exactly. That's definitely been a modern day thing. I think the sort of smashing of genre labels and stuff, which I've found really interesting. It um, is. Because it's really more fun to cross genres anyway. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? And there was another band. Uh, we haven't played them on X, but they had sent me their new album and I was listening to everything and they're pretty country. But then they have this one song that I'm like, oh my God, this is alt. You mm-hmm. know, this is so cool. I mean, and if you look back 10 years ago, with mm-hmm. Mumford's and Sons right? and such, like it's, it was definitely like leaning folk, but like it, it was not... You know, you could spit and hit country from where they were at, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's a lot of tie in with that. But yeah, that's, that had been my focus, especially with radio stations that I've run like Mm -hmm. throughout Kansas, Texas, not really throughout. I was at, you know, running two stations in Kansas and then there was one in Texas and then one here in Colorado Springs. But uh, yeah, that focus was on that independent alt country and it's just been crazy watching that grow and change yeah. over the years for sure well and i definitely when i first met you back in kansas mm-hmm. i'm always suspicious of country people but you made it clear <laughs> from the very first of just like that you have taste in the good country yes that it's that you're not here for just toby keith and stuff and, and bro country and everything exactly like, like you were as much of all of us are snobs um like you were you were a snob for it i, I get a little so, snobby about some things for sure yeah. So like, I can um, appreciate other stuff, but yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I like what I like. And uh, I'll just throw one more name, Lil Nas X in there. It's just a, <laughs> but like, you know, five or 10 years ago, I might have felt the need to like defend you and, and country or like to be like, no, but really she's got good taste. I don't think anybody's going to worry about it these no. days. There's, it's with TikTok and everything else, everything's all over the place. So it is, it is. There's, uh, yeah. I, I don't even know how to elaborate on that because that pretty well sums it up pretty we, succinctly. We could probably save this for a whole other podcast. We could. We absolutely But talking could. about how much music had been influenced by and confined by the old school radio formats and mm-hmm. everything. And that most bands would sort of force themselves to conform into a box yeah. to fit on particular radio stations. And, Radio's still around, and we're going to stay here, man. But the rise in digital music and everything and streaming and everything has been probably one of the best things in terms of breaking down those barriers. Yeah, and and there's also, like, you look at... So so a lot of stations and a lot of artists and and genres still operate on radio singles. Like, Mm -hmm. this is what they're releasing to radio. But then you look at, like, Americana. They send the whole album to radio, and Mm -hmm. the station picks... Which which song or songs work best for them, mm-hmm. you know, and fit their playlist the best? And, and it's a, interesting. It's I was gonna say there's a couple other formats that do that too, right? Oh, probably. I'm trying to think because oh. I remember seeing per, some particular, and I might even be thinking of like Taylor Swift or something, right. where you get like five or ten that yeah, are suddenly like, pick one. filling out the top ten yeah. as soon as an album drops exactly. because it's like we don't know what single to play yet, so we're just going to play what we want. Well, and they also will have like here's the radio single, but here's the streaming, the digital single, and yep. here's blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, it can be all over the board. For me, like, my little, like, no, I need you. What is the single? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I, come on, Give I got a lot a to do today. I just yeah, need you just to do the work for me, Tell me what man. the single is. I'll tell you if it works for my station or not. Yep, like, yeah. <laughs> let's do it that way, please. 100%. It's, don't make me overthink this crap more than I already do. Oh, dude, let's not even go yeah. into when you get uncensored song sent to you, but with no <laughs> alert about, yeah. hey, this is not FCC Oh my friendly. God. Oh my God. Or it does say edit. It yeah. says it's edited. Or it's an edit, but it's like, it's just a length edit, not yeah. a censored edit. Yeah. You're just like, oh no, <laughs> that's always exciting. Especially when it's from a trusted source. Yes. You're like, I don't have to pre-listen to this. I know it's good. Hey, it's the new Foo Fighters. Come <laughs> on. What are they, like they're ever going to do that to us. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, uh, but I, I think, you know, um, you have a, a decent familiarity with yeah. Indian general. So absolutely, yeah, like, it, I was, it's not like this is new to you or something. No, for sure. Like I was, I was very familiar with, um, a lot of the core artists that we yeah. play here on X way before I even started listening to this station because, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice when my friends are on this station. So of course I was listening to yeah. it. Plus it's great music. Uh, and then especially over the past year since I've worked here, um, you know, it's it's definitely upped my connection to everything too. But it's expanded my horizons too with, you know, some of the up and comers and things like that. Like mm-hmm. obviously I was familiar with like Green Day and Foo Fighters sure. and Red Hot Chili Peppers and, you know, even like Bishop Briggs and mm-hmm. uh, Lana Del Rey and K-Flay and stuff. I was, you know, familiar with artists like that, but there's been a lot of horizon expansion because when you are a programmer or in radio, you tend to focus on what your station plays because you got to, you you, you have to focus on it and it doesn't always leave room for a lot of other stuff in your brain. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, it takes a lot of focus or just a lot of energy and it's been great too, since vinyl has, has resurged. Uh, It's really expanded, you know, instead of just the random 
stuff I would have on my phone mm-hmm. because it's what, you know, uh, promoters and labels and stuff were sending me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's gotten me out of that too, where at home listening, if I'm not listening to the radio, we have so many more options to choose from. Mm-hmm. Like we have that expansive collection now. So One other thing I appreciate, appreciate about the vinyl resurgence is it did look like for a second we were going to be moving away from albums, mm-hmm. especially with TikTok and just yeah. streaming and everything. It was a lot of just single releases. There's a lot of artists that only ever released singles. And so, but I'm... I'm a big believer in the album. Yeah. You get a, it's a, a cohesive statement, it is. right? And and with vinyl, you have to listen to it from beginning to end. Yep. You know, I mean, you can start on you side two if you want at least, yeah. but, but you have to listen to it the way the musician, at least for the most part, intended it to be listened to. Yep. And it's a, it is a subtle but distinct art of sequencing on yeah. albums that like is hard to appreciate unless you're paying attention to Absolutely. It. You know, and that's something too that's like helped me so much just get out of my head because it's so easy for me to go back and listen to the same songs over and over, especially radio singles, because that's what we deal in mm-hmm. so much here. But to sit down and listen to the whole album the way it was intended, like I big fan of vinyl. Man, I like that this was ostensibly begun as a like, here's an introduction, <laughs> introduction to Carly. And we just and now we're uh, on to vinyl. We're just immediately yeah. radio nerding out and just like, <laughs> let's get into the details of things that have nothing to do with your bio. Yep. OK, um, what else do you want to know? Um, How big is your vinyl collection? Oh, God, that's a question for I am a horrible estimator. Something, you don't have your discogs open right now. Right, Are you well, telling I told me? my husband that actually on our <laughs> list for things to do this summer is to actually catalog yeah. our collection on discogs. Because it's so satisfying. My husband knows better what we have. Like, yeah. I'll go, I, I forget. So I I know artists that we have, mm-hmm. but we'll go to the record store and I'm like, I'll have to, or if I'm there by myself, I'll send have to send him like, do we have this? You know, because I don't want to double up. Yep. Um, That's starting to be a problem with me too now yeah. that I, I can't stop buying it. Is right? Now I don't remember all like, that I have. And I go, we need to catalog this on Discog. So when I do that, I just know for sure. Mm-hmm. Like if something just pops out like, ooh, and it's like, well, crap, do we have that? Because then we also have friends who get us vinyl as gifts, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I just go through and pick one, you know? There you go. Like, what am I in the mood for? What's sticking out to me today? So it's probably, I'm a horrible estimator. You could put things, I, I don't know. People always ask me, like, how many people were at that show? And I'm like, I have, it could have been 20, it could have been 200, I don't I know. The same problem, um, yeah. But I'm, if you force me to give a number... <laughs> In the neighborhood of 200. Okay. okay. That's not bad. Yeah. Not bad in the neighborhood of 200. We need more vinyl space. We're currently working on that. Like, where's uh, more going to go? I I don't know if I passed 500 yet. Yeah. But it, it becomes a thing where you just keep buying shelves. Right. And my, like my husband's probably going to listen to this. He's like, that is not the number. It's either going to be way higher or way low. But it's got to be in the neighborhood of 200. It's, it's weirdly... Um, annoying, but also kind of exciting when you realize you're about at the point you need to buy a new shelf. Yeah. And you're just like, well, we just, time to shop for a new shelf. Right, we just got to figure out where that shelf's going to go. Because yeah. it is. We're 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 at that point. Like we, my husband's dad custom made one for us. Oh my and God. And we have pretty well filled it. It's time for, for more. That's where I'm at. I, I don't have the carpentry skills, but I really <laughs> want to learn to build them into walls yep. so that I'm not limited on my buying well, bookshelves from the store. I know a guy who could probably help you. My husband's pretty handy. With <sighs> well, carpentry. I'm, I, I'm the type and I got to do it myself. I want to learn so I can do it <laughs> later. Cause eventually I'm going to need to put in more shelves. Right. No matter what I build, I'll always run out of room. So it's the way it goes. I know. All right. So let's go first concert. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> 
There's been how so old many. Let's start with that. Can you um, remember what you, how old you were? I'm trying to remember. I was in I'm, college before I got to my first one. I'm thinking like, I don't know. Do were county fairs count though? Like uh, county fair concerts? Why not? Screw it. Um, Yeah. Cause God, it was probably so Western Kansas. You're going to have mainly country artists yep. coming through. So I'm just going to say that. But I was probably 10 or 12, and my parents took us to, was it Flats and Scruggs, I think? Something like that. Like, Rascal Flats? Or Little Texas. Maybe it was Little Texas. No, okay. it wasn't Rascal Flats. This is a guy's uh, last name. Yeah. His name is Flats. Okay. And, uh, and I cannot think of what his first name is right now. But anyway, or it may have probably was Little Texas, actually. That's good. Squeeze all yeah. that country info out. You got to replace it right. with other stuff. I know. You know? Like, <laughs> my brain is squeezing. Like, I think probably one of the first ones I went to with my friends, uh, there's this amazing, like, alt-country, red dirt band. Uh, they're no longer together, but cross-Canadian ragweed. Oh, yeah. And they're, one of, they're one of the first ones I remember hearing about when it came to red yeah. dirt, and it was even rock people being so like, good. but no, you got to check it out. Like, I know you're a rock guy and you hate country, but like, no, you should check out CCR. But they definitely have, like, ro- the rock elements to it and mm-hmm, stuff like yeah. that. So Also bold of them to take mm-hmm. the acronym CCR. CCR I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, a pretty big <laughs> They... They did, but you know what? They're they're bold dudes. They're yeah, bold dudes. And they. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to remember if we played any of them on the rock station when I was on back in campus. I don't think so, but I think they were as close as mm-hmm. we maybe could have gotten. But right, and I think my first concert as like a radio person, even mm-hmm. though I wasn't on the country station, like my first full time station that I was on was actually like a top forty. Uh, pop station. Okay. And like, and a little bit of classic rock. And We all get to um, ascend over our time, don't we? Yeah. We have ex- our shameful things in our past. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it was probably more like it was, it wasn't X1039, but it played some, a lot of the similar music, you know, like yeah. Green Day and stuff like that. But, uh, so, but I went up with the country staff to a concert and uh, I won't go into all the details. It was a, we had a whole had a way too good of a time. Sure, we'll put it that way. I ended up country people like, cracking open them uh, uh, silver bullet we, tall we boys. Tall boys, yep. Got steel reserve over here. I pop down the bed on the truck. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a jerk. Jeez, can we mute you over there? No, I'm going to use the uh, word "crick" in there at some point. Oh yeah, the crick was coming. You <laughs> totally stole my thunder, dude. Uh, I ended up in the ER that night. Oh God. I, uh, no. I slipped. They pulled me up okay. on stage to help intro. It was, it's a Texas country artist named Kevin Fowler. They pulled me up on stage to help intro Kevin. I just stood up there and waved. I didn't say anything. But coming off the stage, uh, one of my co- co-workers had taken my, my tall boy. Yep. And <laughs> that I had set at the back of the stage. And I was trying to run after him. And I slipped going down the Ugh. metal stairs. And it cut my foot wide open. Oh, God. <laughs> so Ow. my uh, boyfriend at the time was so mad at me Man. when he had to come pick me up at like two in the morning and take me to the ER <laughs> for stitches. <laughs> I just really appreciate that like your first radio injury, your first concert injury yep. involved alcohol, but wasn't alcohol poisoning. Right. Like, it was not that. No, but like, I had just turned 21. And so like in the ER, I'm like, it's okay. I know I've been drinking, but I'm 21, but I'm 21. It's fine. Bleed and rally, man. Bleed and rally. (laughs) Oh, when the alcohol wore off in the middle of the night, it hurt so bad. It was horrible. And it was probably still not clotting very well. (laughs) Probably not. Probably not. I don't think, I think there was only one of us that came home not bleeding after that one. Well, I think you've earned punk rock cred just from that right there. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're living living that living the cow punk life. So. <laughs>
All right, man, you know, I like that mm-hmm. as a note to close things out on. Okay, so, <laughs> just leave it there. Carly has bled for you yep. to make great radio. I always find a way to hurt myself. I'm sure it'll happen again. Oh, yeah. We yeah. all bleed for our listeners. So, all right. Well, I'm going to go get some gauze here cool. and um, some iodine. So <laughs> while I go do that, if everybody that's listening to this can subscribe to our podcast. Please, and thank you. Um, if you can, if you see it on socials, comment on it. If you want to share it, tell your friends. Um, but anything like that, if you want to help our our outreach, help our business mm-hmm. and stuff. Help us so, grow. But yeah, uh, smash that bell. Uh, hit that like button. Whatever you do with podcasts. So, Carly, I look forward to to working with you again. Yep. Same. <laughs> Everything old is new again. Yeah. Uh, Except I'm your boss this time. I know. That's super weird. weird. At the last place, <laughs> we just worked like next to each other yeah. on different stations. So yeah, it's that kind of happens in a radio. Eventually, like oh, yeah. you're everybody's boss and then they're your boss. It's just. Yep. It's the way it goes. It's just a, a whole nepotism. <laughs> so. All right. Well, hey, thanks for sitting down and introducing yourself to the listeners. Yeah, thanks, dude. Yeah. So um, let's wrap it up, man. Let's go get a beer. Sounds good.